and welcome. It's February the 5th. Groundhog's Day is behind us, but it feels a little bit like Groundhog's Day. Well, I don't know if you caught this, Brent, but Vilsack, pending Secretary of Vilsack, had his Senate confirmation hearing on Groundhog's Day. So a little bit of reapplying for the job that you had before, but literally doing on Groundhog's Day. But another throwback to the holidays, Arkham PLC decisions. And it's an interesting conversation. Brent, you've been lamenting about this a little for your own personal side. And so we finally got some stuff together and you led the effort to get this put together. But just to remind folks, we're talking about the PLC versus ARC election decision for the crop that's going to get planted in 2021 that might receive a potential payment for in the fall of 2022, meaning that market year average collection period is going to start about uh, eight months from now. And it's going to last for um, about 12 months beyond that. So we're looking for like a decision that's a long, long ways into the future. And it's kind of a lot to wrap our minds around. So Brent, I don't want to take away from all the insights you've shared. There's three articles on this website and we didn't even build a model, right? We're going to talk about their model outputs. What you try to do is set up What's the landscape? What are the things that are going to be driving some of these models that you might be plugging your numbers into? What's kind of the background? What's driving some of those outputs that you might be seeing? Help to set your thinking up before you get way into the weeds of the model outputs. I think this ARC PLC election decision is probably more difficult uh, than any of them that we've had in the past. For just that reason, David, that in the past we knew a lot more we had a lot more information at the time we were making the decision. In some cases, we kind of knew that there was a payment already baked into the cake, so to speak. This time, we're making a decision. You know, in the past, we had information on some of the prices. We might have had information about how yields were. This time, none of that. We haven't even planted the crop yet. A lot of uncertainty. So one of the things I started with is just saying, okay, what do we know about the situation? What What is known? And one of the things we know is kind of where the prices are, so to speak, the, the price guarantee levels. So this chart shows corn and the blue bars are the market year average prices. The red line is the PLC reference price. So in other words, if prices are below, the market year average price is below the PLC reference price, you get a payment on PLC. The other price that's included there is the ARC benchmark price trigger, and that's shown in green. And those reflect the Olympic average of previous prices, not the, and they actually change the way they calculate this as well. So it's not, you know, the preceding year, it skips a year back. But with corn, one of the things we know is that that ARC benchmark price is basically the same as the PLC, or it is identical to the PLC reference price today. You can see that in previous years, sometimes there was a great divergence. And so when whenever that ARC benchmark price is way above the PLC price, in some cases, $5 versus $370, that made ARC pretty darn attractive. As that price has come down and where it's at today, it lessens some of the attractiveness of the ARC program because in order to get paid under ARC County, you have to have a revenue that's less than 6% of your of your guarantee, which basically means yields have to fall in addition to price that's falling. It takes some of the luster away from the uh, ARC option in corn. Let's take a look at what that is. So Brent, I'm going to jump in and remind everybody something real quick, make sure I get this right. The reason why we really liked ARC in 2014, we made that decision. It was this gap that you were talking about. This gap was really sort of 
providing a lot of opportunity for payments. And that's not as strong as we saw in the past. I just wanted to point that out. Right. And what that meant is you could have high yields in that scenario. And if prices fell, you could get an ARC payment. Now, if we have average yields, prices would have to fall to 86% of 370, which is a pretty low number in order to trigger an ARC county payment. So that's, that's kind of one of the key differences. Let's take a look at soybeans, which soybeans are a little different than corn because here the PLC reference price is $8.40 for soybeans. As a result, soybeans have never triggered a PLC payment, even during the height of the trade war. You see those market year average prices were just a little bit above the PLC reference price in 18 and in 19. So we never triggered one. So there, the ARC benchmark price is still a little bit above the PLC reference price, uh, probably making ARC a little bit more attractive in the soybean side. Now, on wheat, wheat is another commodity that has triggered significant amounts of PLC prime payments in the past, in part because the reference price was quite a bit higher than the market year average price. That is, again, the case, although... Remember, we have 2021, 22 on the graph, but we don't have a bar there because we don't know what that price is going to be. If prices stay where they're at today, they probably wouldn't trigger a PLC price. But again, you have that relationship where the ARC benchmark price and the PLC reference price are identical. All of that being said, here's the other important thing to remember. If you're very concerned about low prices, PLC will make prices when, when prices are low. Our county, if prices are really low, may or may not make payments. It's going to depend on how big your yields are. On the other hand, if you have really low yields and prices are low, you probably could get a, a decent-sized ARC county payment. So there's a little bit of yield protection offered in the ARC county program that's different than the PLC situation. So I think that's one important thing to think about is what which of those situations would, would you find more uncomfortable? And we'll talk about that more in a, in a second. Just to say that a little bit differently, right? They're strategically very different and they work very different. And I think that's sometimes really important to keep in the back of our minds. Is we know that from six years ago when we were signing up uh, the first time, but now it's sort of easy to forget the strategic differences there. I think that's important to, to point out. Right. So Brent, talk a little bit about prices and yields and what the future might look like. Okay, so here we've got a table and, and it's going to show you, and this would be in the second article that we put together on, on this topic, as well as a pro-con list of the alternatives. And at the top is the corn situation. And you can see that the ARC County benchmark price is 370 for corn. The 2021 estimated market year average final price, then we went out and Kansas State is currently offering projections on those numbers and they have theirs at 405. David and I went out and, and did one as well. And ours is based on futures prices similar to Kansas State's. And we have some models that kind of tell us based on what the futures prices are and when farmers have historically sold their crops 
what kind of a market your average price we could be looking at. Ours would say about 429, so a little bit higher in Kansas State. I don't think that difference between those two is material at this point. The big thing is to say they're above the PLC reference price, which is 370. Now, if you take that, the biggest yield you could have and trigger an Art County payment, if you use Kansas State's, say, 405, would be 79% of your county average, which means you have to have fairly low yields in order to even trigger an Art payment. If you want to hit your payment cap to get a really big Art County payment, your yields would have to be 71% of your county benchmark. If you use our price, which is a little bit higher, those numbers would fall a little bit. If you use the PLC reference price as your target and say, well, let's say that the final year price comes in at 370. If our yields were bigger than 86% of the county average, we would get no ARC payment. Remember, at that point, you would start to get some PLC payments. So we, we did this for all of the commodities. And what you will see is when you look at those yield triggers on all of them for soybeans or for wheat or for corn, they are all less, pretty low. They're less than 90%. That is was not the case. So if we went back to 2014, those numbers would have been, say, 120%, meaning you could have had yields that were 120% of the county average and still gotten an ARC County payment. That's why ARC County was attractive back then. This is why it's less attractive, I think, for these commodities right now than it was in the past. The other thing we did is we put together a simple little spreadsheet model, and I took a hypothetical county. You can download that right off off of our, our website and put in your own numbers. We use the Kansas State prices here as $4.05, and we use this county's benchmark yield, which I can't remember, I think it was like 200 and some bushels an acre. And we said, well, what happens if prices, say, are 70% of that 405 that would put you at $2.84 a bushel, which is a very low price, right? Here's what your ARC County payments would look like, okay, under that scenario. In that scenario, as long as your yields were less than 120% of your county average, you had gotten a payment of $44. You would max out that payment uh, with very low yield, 70%. You'd get a payment as long as the market year average price was less than 120%. So we kind of constructed this table. Feel free to change that however you want to fit your situation. And then we did the same thing for PLC. And what you see is that under very low price scenarios, PLC makes much larger payments because the ARC County is maxed out at 10% of your guaranteed revenue, which in this case was $8,806. So they could maximum payment they could get in our county was $80. And they're under that really low price scenario. PLC made a really large payment, $134 an acre under any yield combination. Now, the downside to the PLC, of course, is that if those prices get over $370, there are no payments. Whereas we could trigger payments with prices above $370 if yields are low enough. And so therein lies the situation for everybody that everybody has to decide is how much yield variability do you have? In some cases, you know, a 70% yield reduction may not be very likely for many parts of the country. In other parts of the country, it, it could be more common. And I think about my situation here in Southwest Nebraska, our dryland yields can be 
highly variable. Uh, so that yield protection is worth maybe a little more than it would be under a, a place where you have much more stability in yields. And so those are the things that I think we're trying to trade off as we look at it. The end of the day, after going through a lot of hand-wringing on this decision, because it's a decision without an easy answer, the reality, I think, is that the stakes are much less higher for this decision than they have been in the past. And what I mean by that is just looking at these tables, it seems unlikely that either program will probably trigger payments. And what I guess I would suggest everybody do is think about those different scenarios that would trigger different size payments. Ask yourself, which of those scenarios would I really be uncomfortable without a payment? It would really help. Try and find combinations that you think are more likely and and where those payments would help you more in your operation and give you the amount of risk protection that you want. But also keep in mind that the risk protection offered by these programs is, David, you and I have talked about this a lot. I think it's a dubious to call this a risk management program because the payments come a year after the crop was harvested. Anyway, I, I think, again, the stakes are a little less than they were in the past because the likelihood of payments is reduced. But work through them look at your own situation, try and make the best decision for your operation. I mean, this is a great set of, okay, a, a summary, a uh, 15 minute summary of two big articles in a pro con list that we worked on. Brent took the, the big effort here and pulled these together. And I think, like I mentioned at the beginning, there are a lot of tools out there that you can go and you can plug in your numbers to, but Brent's ideas here are really important to help guide your thinking as you might use some of those tools. We're not a substitute for the tools. So don't, don't want to make that claim. We want to make sure that you realize that there are some big trends or big themes that are going to impact some of these outputs. And you got to keep those in mind as they're going to be impacting your decision-making. And Brent, I just want to remind everyone that even when ARC County had those big potential payments, right, there were still producers who enrolled in the PLC program. And even even today, I mean, so this program is not a one size fits all. And I guess one of the, right. the features or the bug you can decide is you're going to be able to pick which one makes you feel more comfortable or which one uh, provides a level of comfort that you think is going to be helpful. And so this is not an easy choice. It's for one year. I think we get right. to make this, I think we get to revisit this a year from now. And right. we're still going to know very little information, but new information will be the conditions will change a little bit. We'll still have a lack of information, but keep this stuff in mind. Good luck with your decision. And thanks for joining us. Brent, did you have one more thing to share? Well, I was just going to say, you know, talking about the decision tools that are out there. I mean, I think it's good that they're there. One of the challenges though, is they're a complete black box. So you really can't see much behind what is generating the results that it's telling you to select. And for instance, in my situation, it kept telling me, you know, PLC is much more likely to give you payments. I was really trying to figure out why it was saying that. And the reason it was saying that, I think, is driven largely by the payment cap on the ARC situation. So there are certain circumstances where PLC could make very large payments. The question you have to ask, I think, is how likely are those scenarios? And so we're kind of in this one of these deals where you're almost, okay, do I bet a little bit on the likelihood of a, the small likelihood of a very large payment? Or is the, the other program might offer a little bit more likelihood of getting paid something, but probably not a lot. And I think that's one of the challenges. So at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I think encourage you to think about, you know, what are the, what are the risks in your operations that these could help you with? 
think it through holistically. All right. Well, thanks, Brent, for pulling this together. This is a, a wealth of information, a wealth of things to think about. Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to update your forecast. There's been a lot of acreage estimates coming out. I'm still holding it about 50-50 for the corn and soybean numbers. We're still scratching our heads on those. So update your forecast. Start picking your neighbor's brains and getting some ideas about how you can recalibrate those. I said this was a hypothetical county, but this is actually my county. And so... <laughs> It would be interesting. I'd be curious to see what the readers say if they saw this information, this data, which one they would pick. So email us if you want to yeah. share that with us as to which you think uh, you would take if you had the choice between the two. And then maybe I'll tell you what I did in a later episode. You know, Bray, if you really want to, you know, engage the echo chamber, you should just go to Twitter and see what the Twitter poll comes back with. This is what I've decided. Which one would you pick? (laughs) I won't tell them. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting (laughs) to see. Don't tell them what you did. You have these two decisions to make between ARC and PLZ. Which one would you make? So, (laughs) all right. Thanks everyone for joining. We'll catch you all next week. (laughs) 